know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk! Episode 15! Welcome back to the show. My name is the Gas Man, alongside, as always, the man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour. What you see is what you get, and what you don't is better yet. It's Frankie Knuckles. <laughs> How's it going, Greg? Good. I give you that intro, and I love it. All right. No, don't get me wrong. I love it. Oh, I'm, just okay. la- I'm laughing. Oh, I see. And I, I just, I don't even know how to react. I feel like I don't deserve re- in introductions like that. Really? Yeah. Why not? You do like a thousand podcasts a month. I know. I'm You're but, a superstar. And I'm also uh, not in the best mood. Oh. Either. Right. It yeah. A, it was a bad night last night. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was riding high last week. Last Wednesday, I yeah. was top of the world. The screams throughout, heard throughout my neighborhood were screams of joy. Last night, they were not. No. They were scr- murderous cries. Yeah. About, yeah, offici- exactly. about officiating and right. Draymond Green. Right. Who I now hate more than anyone in the world. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah I hate him more than Steph Curry, but just a bit. Wow. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get of, to that. We're, of course, we? referring to uh, my team, the Pelicans, playing the terror Golden State Warriors in the first round of the NBA playoffs, which is the focus of this show. Yeah. The Warriors are pretty good, though. Yeah. I'm not going to say they're not. Not a chance. They're very good. Yes. Anyway, what else is new? What's going on oh, with you, not, man? Not too much, man. Just uh, working hard, you know, uh, keeping busy that way, and uh, watching a lot of sports. Yeah, I've watched quite a bit myself. Partially doing taxes during some oh, of it. Right. So some of that. But I, I've uh, watched a lot of hockey, surprisingly. Yeah, uh, me too. And most of the basketball games, and although the first weekend of basketball was pretty awful. It might be the worst opening weekend of NBA playoff co- games I can remember. Well, I mean, there was only one upset in game one. Yeah. And so. even that game was shit until the last well, yes. five minutes. Yes. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if you can call the Wizards uh, uh, beating the Raptors. I guess it's not really an upset, but the home teams won seven of the eight games. Yep. Um, none of them were very exciting. Yeah, they were all usually a comfortable ten point lead for most of it. And yeah, hockey's been good though. Yeah. The thing with hockey is this is the my big line lately. Okay. Regular season hockey and playoff hockey are different sports. Yes. They do not represent, like, one no. does not represent the culmination of they the don't. other. And I love both sports, mm-hmm. but they do not coincide. And I get frustrated. Well, yeah, it watching. is frust- frustrating. Especially your team, Montreal, Ottawa. Although, aside from the Subban thing, let's put that aside for the second. Ottawa is a bunch of grinders. They're terrible. Right. And they're playing a skilled team like Montreal. And it just, it's so annoying to watch. And they get away with so much clutch and grab and there's, interference yeah, and stuff like that. It's that's just, the problem. It just ruins a team like Montreal, who's exciting to watch. The, yeah, it's it sucks with uh, uh, the officiating because there's clearly a difference in officiating in the regular season and in the playoffs. And um, I can I can imagine that being very frustrating not only for viewers but for the actual players 
But I think in general, viewers like it. It's that. Oh, yes, they do. It's playoff hockey. Anything goes. And it's that's like, uh, what makes it good. And I, I don't feel the same way. I think it's good in its own respect. But I think I prefer a more uh, rule-structured game yes. that focuses on offense and skill. That's that's the kind of attitude that you know all of Canada has, and you know New York, Chicago, Philly, Boston, Detroit. Did I say Detroit twice? No, I don't think so. No, uh, maybe St. Louis, but uh, like the big the big hockey markets, you know, where they've had uh, you know quite a history of hockey there, and that's kind of the games that they want to watch, where they let a lot of things go, but um, the. The things that they let go that slow the game down, you know, isn't all that exciting. And uh, uh, we should address the uh, the the PK Subban thing. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty bad. It was it was a slash. I um, say about the same as what Phil Kessel did to John Scott, which was defended by Leafs fans around the world. Right. Yeah. Um, it was. It's not the same situation. I. It's, you know, that's what they'll say. I disagree. It's not the first person that uh, has gotten hurt in the playoffs. You know, and uh, you know, it was it, pretty gross. It, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 when I, when I first saw it, I mean, I like this. The the reaction um, that Mark Stone had to it, like, uh, I would have felt that the swing could and would have been a lot harder. Uh, yeah, I feel on a, a first watch, it feels like his reaction is embellished. But oh, then, I, I don't think it's him. I'm sure he was was injured, in the, in the, but uh, it just uh, the 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 motion of the slash just didn't seem that hard uh, compared to well the Phil Kessel slash or yeah, and when uh, McSorley took that shot at Donald Bashir and hit him in the head, <laughs> you know. But uh, so I was I was I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. At the time, I was surprised he got thrown out of the game, considering this is the playoffs, and they, you know, seem to let a lot of those things go. Um, but you know, I mean, yes, Mark Stone was hurt, but he came back three minutes later, and then at the end of the game, he was throwing punches. Probably not the best thing for your wrist. Yeah, it didn't it wasn't his wrist broken? Didn't they reveal? Well, that they said that he had a, a, like a, a little fracture yeah. in there, but you know, maybe that wasn't caused by the slash. I don't know. I'm mm. not a doctor. I wasn't there. Um, but, uh, I don't think he deserved to get suspended. I think tossing him from the game, a five minute power play where they got two goals should have been good enough for them to win that game, but they lost. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I, th I think they, they got enough out of, uh, that penalty cause Mark Stone did play and he's played every other game since now it's funny though. Now there was a, there's this big. Uh, check that Carlson threw in game three. It was a clean, clean hit. And there was contact to the head and uh, there's the Canadian's defenseman. Bolio is out for the rest of the series because he got a shoulder to the face, but they said it was Bolio kind of leaned into it and Carlson didn't have time to react, which again, I'm fine with. I don't think there should have been a suspension, but you know, it's, it's playoff hockey. And, it's uh, playoff hockey. That's, that's <laughs> just what that. it is, and it's always been like that. Yeah. And players are going to get hurt, you know, because people swing harder. It's you know, that's the nature of the game in the NHL playoffs. Um, well, since we're talking about that, we might as well just uh, quickly go over uh, uh, the playoffs so far. I mean, you said you've watched a lot of hockey. I watched some as well. 
Have you been watching mostly Eastern Conference or Western Conference? Probably East. Yeah. Uh, a bit of both, but... Do you have any vested interest in any of the teams? Not at all. No, you don't particularly no. care? Not one bit. Um, Minnesota Wild have a, a one-game lead over the Blues. That's kind of uh, not really surprising because St. Louis loves to choke in the playoffs. But they are the number one seed, and uh, Minnesota was a, a wild card team. And so, who do you think is going to win that series? Uh, I'll say St. Louis. St. Louis Predators, Blackhawks. Uh, Blackhawks. I think will game win four that is one. tonight. They game a, one of that of that series was amazing. It was good. Uh, Ducks up three nothing over the Jets. Yeah, I think that's set in stone. Yeah, and then the Flames and Canucks. Flames game are up two games tonight? to one. Yeah, game four is tonight. I say Flames. Nice. I think that'd be very interesting because I think not only do most teams in the most people in the U.S. hate the Vancouver Canucks, but so does most of Canada. They don't like. I, I don't hate them. No, no. I just think Calgary's playing better. Uh, Capitals Islanders has been uh, it's been an okay series. Game four is uh, tonight as well. Islanders are up two one. Been Caps. Caps are going to come back. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rangers Penguins. Rangers. Rangers. I. That's a series I've watched a bit of, and yeah. the Saturday night game, I, I New York, to, I thought they were outplaying Pittsburgh by a long shot on Saturday. I thought they were going to come back for sure, and yeah. they had so many good chances, and just, yeah, Pittsburgh just capitalized on every yes. little thing that happened in that game. They've, they've got a lot of offense, but man, they've had a, a rough goaltender for quite some time. I mean, even, even when they won the Cup, Fleury was not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, Lightning Red Wings. Uh, they've only played two games. Each one won. Game three is tonight. Say Lightning. A lot of people are saying the Lightning. And then, you know, the Habs and Sens. Habs for sure. Yeah. I think that series is pretty much I think over. I, I think I see Habs winning it all. Think so? Yep. Some people have said that. I've heard that. Uh, uh, I think Mike Wilbon said that they were going to the finals. There you go. Now you got something in common with Mike Wilbon. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I kind of hope they win too. Um, I would not have a problem with that. <laughs> so a lot of other things going on in the sports world. I did want to touch on uh, one thing. Can I, can I say one thing first? Sure. I just want, I can't remember where I heard this right now. I just remembered it. Okay. It might've even been you that told me, and okay. I've already talked about this. I don't know. When we did Kobe Bryant's muse last time, yes. all about Kobe's perspective, it yes. might've been the comments or someone else told me they're planning on doing another one from everyone else's side. Oh, or they've okay. like filmed all that stuff and right. they're making it into multiple movies. Uh, a Kobe Bryant saga, if you will. I think we got ourselves a, a premium podcast <laughs> with, with all of them. <laughs> Let's see how, how many different sides of Kobe we get. Is, is Kobe going to be executive producer on oh, all yeah, the other I'm, ones too? I'm almost, okay, I'm so almost it's going to be 95% positive? I, w- I would think so. Yeah. But yeah, that, so I would, that was my biggest complaint. So uh-huh. maybe that will be... The movie for me in the future. <laughs> um, I did want to mention, like, probably the biggest. Uh, not really. I, I don't know if it's the biggest sports story, but it's probably the most infamous. It's yeah, I mean, it's not even on my radar, really. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, found guilty of first degree murder. It's crazy. I, like he's not that big a deal. No, Hernandez. no, they should. It's not like OJ. No. Right, where there was like a whole like this guy, like guy was a legend, thing. yeah, and all that stuff. I mean, everyone knew he was guilty. 
Well, that's what I mean. And, and then <laughs> like, they read the verdict, and they had that close up of his face, and it looked like he said the words, "You're wrong." Really? I didn't. Yeah. I watched. Yeah. I, there someone, was like, maybe you linked to the clip, or someone linked to the clip uh, of the verdict. I'm like, what's the big deal? I I just saw him say, "Yeah, I'm, yeah." That's what I figured. Right? Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and his family uh, yeah, was there upset. Was a, it, there was just the clip where he kind of shook his head no, and it looked like he said the words, "You're wrong." And uh, when they when they read the verdict, so do you think they were wrong? I don't. I don't know. I we've talked with the Jinx and other stuff. I've talked to people at work and otherwise. I how if the if the edict of the law is beyond a reasonable doubt, yeah. or you need to be proven guilty. I don't know how anyone is ever proven guilty unless you're on video, and even then, well, there was video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like the but the, mm-hmm. the beyond reasonable doubt, it feels like. I would have a tough time if I was on a jury being a hundred percent convinced someone yeah. killed someone. I like, I like to play the devil's advocate and I don't know. It would be a, an interesting situation for me to be in. Like I called for jury duty a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, basically we sat in a, sat in a room with about, uh, I don't know, 80 other people for about three hours. And then they came on and said, it's been resolved. You can all go home. <laughs> So it's always a waste of a morning. Yeah. It's the second time that's happened to me. Really? I called for a jury duty. And Never had the call. No? No. No, like I was just, you know, I wanted my opportunity to stand up a court and say, you're out of order, <laughs> as I get pulled out by Bull and Roz, the bailiffs. Night court. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to go. I'd love to see what that's like. Sure. I mean, it's something... You know, easy would be nice, but uh, I don't want to do a murder trial where I got to be sequestered for three weeks. Are you allowed to bring your phone in? Um, like, can I play Clash of Clans while I'm doing it? Or do I, I don't think so. I think you would be found in contempt of court. Damn it! At that point, uh, but you must be actually kind of pleased being a Buffalo Bills fan about Hernandez. Yeah. Well, he's. I was pleased that at the time that he it was a loss to their roster. Well, I just meant like, you know, with with uh, murderers found not guilty. It's Buffalo Bills 1. Yes. I, I did New see England it. Patriots 0. Yeah. So, there you go. You finally got a one over the Patriots. Uh-oh. What's the matter? Let's see. Uh-oh. Sorry, I forgot. The Bills schedule was announced at, uh, speaking of the Bills, at... But you didn't get season tickets this year. At eight. I'll still go to a lot of games, okay. but I just want to see... Says they got Monday Night Football. Is it in Buffalo? Sorry, mm-hmm. is it? It might be against. Today is NFL schedule day. So oh, I see. It's a big day. Yeah. Well. Yep. I'm pretty excited. Let's. I'm just worried that we're gonna get the at New England yes. week, week one. Sure. On the Thursday night. Um, Let's, on Saturday night. Uh, this past Saturday was the uh, the. Uh, NHL draft lottery. Yeah, I w- once again the I predicted Sabres it. couldn't do anything right. I got it right. You I did. said Edmonton on the previous podcast. You did. Old Huck City reminded me, and uh, and Edmonton got it. They're going to ruin another young player. Oh, yes, we do not play the Patriots. You don't Beautiful. play the Patriots at all. No, like twice, but oh. but uh, not on the opening week. That is awesome. Why does it matter? Because no one, no road team has ever won that game. In history. Oh, the Bills home opener. Yeah. They've never lost a home opener before? No. Whoever the 
as far I think whoever wins the Super Bowl hosts the first Thursday night game. Oh, okay. And I don't think the at home, and I don't think the road team has ever won that. Oh, and it's not the Bills. Yes. Got it. Got yeah. it. I see. Okay. Do they play Monday Night Football, the Bills? They do at New England. Uh, and they play the previous week at New York Jets, Sunday Night Football. Man, this fucking sucks. So Sunday Night Football, they're away. Monday Night Football, they're away. Yeah, back-to-back weeks. How do you feel about that? That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that really pisses me off. They can't even give the Bills a, a primetime game at home. This is bullshit. I'm angry now. I'm sorry to hear that. Whatever. Oh, and before we actually get on, I've, I've got a good story. Okay. So Saturday night as well, that uh, not only was it the NHL draft lottery. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Draft lottery. Did yeah. you see what Eichel did when he, when he found out the Sabres got second? No. The video he posted where he chugged a beer and said, Buffalo, I'm coming for you. I did not see that. Amazing. I love this guy. But I'm glad they got him. What, what I did notice <laughs> is how the general manager or the owner of the Sabres, uh, you know, had like press conferences said, you know, we understand that all the Buffalo Sabres fans are probably disappointed. Well, how the fuck does that make Jack Eichel feel? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I was not disappointed as a, a no. Sabres fan. It's a five, one in five chance to get first. It's not that good. No. It's not set in stone. And on top of that, the whole point with finishing dead last is you're guaranteed one and two. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, did you watch the NFL or the NHL draft lottery? No, because I was elsewhere, which is more of my okay, story. Okay, the is. way they do it is the worst. The envelopes. I've seen it before. They just say whether they retain position. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then they don't even w- save the whoever won to last. It They show up in their position, and their card is gold. Yes. Oh ridiculous i know it's very strange <laughs> but uh you know i mean the i don't know i don't know if this is i mean i understand the oilers are probably expected to take mcdavid but you know taylor hall was supposed to be awesome so was ryan nugent hopkins so was nail yakupov you know and they screwed them all up probably the worst case scenario would be Connor mcdavid gets hurt Somehow right. between now and yeah. the draft, and then Edmonton takes him, and now or it takes Eichel, and now you're stuck with what's left, or right. maybe depending on the level of the injury. Well, I mean, obviously the Sabres probably would prefer McDavid, but Eichel's probably think, gonna yeah. be good. It's gonna be interesting. I like it. I mean, most of those big American defensemen turn out to be pretty good. They should be all right. Yep. Uh, right. So Saturday night it was the very last. Hamilton Bulldogs game in oh, the American okay. Hockey yeah. League because the uh, did we talk about this last show? I don't remember. Yeah, we did. That the team was, they got bought and right. Yep. Yes, so it was their very last uh, home game, and so you know they had uh, you know all kinds of I, they, they basically emptied out their promo closet because every time there was a whistle, there were people out there throwing t-shirts or frisbees or like anything that had the logo. They were just getting rid of it all and. They had some former players come out, and they gave out all their team individual awards. Um, but uh, the cool thing about the, the game went into overtime, so I actually got to witness the American Hockey League version of overtime, which is uh, there's seven minutes of overtime, and for around the first four minutes of it, it's four on four. Um, 
And then for the last half, it's three on three overtime. And three on three overtime was really exciting. Yeah. It was great. Uh, but the strange thing is, is they don't, I just assumed they'd, uh, I guess I didn't really understand how they would do it. I figured they'd, uh, like this, the horn would go at the four minute mark and then the player would be called dead and then they'd start with three and three. But at, uh, three minutes and 21 seconds left to go in overtime. There was a whistle and then the ref just said, okay, now it's three on three. Yeah. So, they probably wait till there's like uh, a neutral momentum yeah. or something like that. And so they, they did that and then they started it and then there was a shootout, but unfortunately the Bulldogs lost the shootout, but it was still a, it was still a good game. Although I, I think I recognized two players on the Bulldogs this year, just cause I'm, you know, I haven't had season tickets in a couple of years. Um, but it, uh, yeah, the overtime was super fun. But at the beginning of the game, I went with my friend Paige, and uh, um, she's like my sister. Like you know, I've known her for quite a few years now. And, you know, she's like eighty-five pounds. She's tiny. She's legally blind, right? And uh, so we're sitting at the game, and she wears these crazy Coke bottle glasses. And uh, uh, before the game started, I mean, there was about eleven thousand people there almost, and so it was a good crowd, lots of kids and stuff. But sitting behind us were two men. One was about mid late forties, and the other one was mid fifties. And uh, the guy in his forties was just was talking really loud, and every other word was "fuck," and he was like swearing a lot. And again, you know, you could see a lot of parents kind of turning and looking and stuff. And Paige is a teacher. And so she turned around and said, hey, you know, there's lots of kids around. Um, can you cool it with the F word? And he didn't say anything. And and then that was the end of it. So then we just we watched the game, watched um, overtime and shootout. And all the players came out and applause and video montage. You know, thanks, Bulldogs, for 19 years, whatever. And so we go to leave and I start going up the stairs and, and, you know, again, Paige can't see. So I turn around to make sure she's behind me. And then I see the guy that she had asked to stop swearing, talking to her. And all I heard were the last three words that he said, which was go fuck yourself. <laughs> I love this guy. Right. <laughs> so I, so, so I said, what? And, uh, I kind of stepped back down the stairs and I said, what did you say to her? And he said, what? And I said, what did you say to her? And he said, what are you going to do about it? And I said, I just, you know, I want you to say to me, you know, what you said to this 85 pound blind girl. Like, you know, like that's what I want to know. What yeah. you would. And he said, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And, uh, and so that was kind of it or whatever. And like, I could tell he was trying to goad me. Right. So we turn around and start walking up the stairs and he shoved me. Yeah. Yes. He shoved me. And so oh. I turned around and my first instinct was just to kick him down the stairs because <laughs> I was up higher than he was. But there was, again, families right behind him. And then these two women who were kind of watching the whole thing kind of kind of stepped in and were like, you know, everybody had a good time. Just, you know, relax. Just go. It's not worth it. Because everybody knew this guy was clearly intoxicated and I wasn't and because he was only like 5'10 and. Um, I would have murdered the guy um, just because I like I have no problems gouging eyes and tearing off ears <laughs> and stuff like that. I don't care. Um, but uh, so anyway, and, you know, and again, I was with somebody that was blind. So if there was a brouhaha, you know, she's 
you know. Well, yeah. Yeah. And you know, not knowing what's going probably on. Not, so. Andy's got a buddy, too. Andy's got a buddy. So I, you know, I just walked her up the stairs and uh, we're walking along the concourse and the guy gets right up beside her again and he calls her a fucking whore. Wow. Yes. Uh, again, out of literally like three hours earlier, she just asked him to stop swearing and uh, he was just really upset about it. And, you know, when he said that, you know, that's, I kind of went bananas and, uh, and I charged at the guy and, uh, like all these people just kind of got in between us and hold me back. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm 40, you know, I don't need to be doing this at a stupid American hockey league game, you know, or going to work with like a bruise or something on my face. Like I don't need this crap. <laughs> So um, a bunch of people got in uh, in between or whatever and uh, pulled the other guy away. And uh, and so we kind of turned and left. And uh, as we're walking away, he called me a faggot, which apparently is an insult uh, to him. Uh, and then... Uh, and then said something about that she's so small I could wipe my ass with her, <laughs> which again, funny. which makes no sense. I like it though; that's good. The guy's a dick, but that's kind of yeah. Good. And so, <laughs> you know, this guy's the worst. Honestly, yeah, it's like people like that, you know. And again, like the whole game, all he kept yelling out at the ice was "Drop the gloves, drop the gloves." He's one of those guys. Yeah. So he's a total meathead idiot. And so you know, we're. Um, we we get outside the arena and we start uh, walking back and she was like you know um, Did this keep going uh, no. well that that was the end of that okay, part that's good. And, All right. uh, and you know and things were kind of tense outside and, and yeah. she was she was kind of upset about it you know she said you know thanks for you know defending my honor you know but I'm kind of glad things ended the way they did and um, and I just turned to her and said what I don't understand is how he knew that you were a whore. <laughs> Did she laugh? Oh, of course, yeah, yes. and that just kind of <laughs> let all the the tension go away. But uh, yeah, I've know. I've never had I've had shouting or arguments with people at games, but never anything physical. So oh yeah, I mean I, I've again this is Hamilton, so I've seen a lot of stuff at that arena before, and uh, and it's just, it's all stupid, you know. Like um, most of the time, it's it's over absolutely nothing. I mean. You know, if, if if a guy is with a girl and then another person calls that girl a whore, there's probably going to be an issue. You know, that's not something that most people will laugh off, you know, because it's really insulting. You know, it's I mean, I can deal with your team sucks and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's fine. I can deal with glares from a mother as I scare their children with screaming for the, the Pelicans or Hornets. Right. right? Sure. I'm yeah. not yelling at her kids i'm just yeah being loud and you know what that's too bad deal with it yeah I mean, you know i mean if, if it's if people are upset at if your i'm not behavior, allowed to cheer for my team well yeah well and that's i'm not different swear, and i'm not swearing or yelling at anyone in particular you're you're focused on what's going on at the ice not on the people around you you know you're not pointing the finger at other yeah. fans and stuff and like there was a lot of stuff in uh in the paper about uh just in the first round of this nhl game like there were uh, a couple of uh, Capitals fans who had gone to see a game in Long Island, and uh, you know they were um, 
harassed throughout the game. You know, people were slamming their chairs when the Islanders won the game in overtime and, you know, a lot of F you, your team sucks. And I guess they said that they kind of expected all that. Yeah, that- but it, it continued out into the parking lot where uh, Islanders fans had keyed this one guy's car and stolen his license plate, um, which, again, really sucks. But the one thing that an Islanders fan did to this Capitals fan, which is terrible, but it really, really made me laugh. I guess there was a group of them, and they were preventing them from getting into their car. And the one guy pissed right in front of the driver's side door. So in order for this guy to get into the car, he had to stand in this guy's That's urine. Not too bad. No, but it's funny, you know. <laughs> And then I guess there was an incident at an Ottawa game. There's no video uh, of this particular incident, but these two girls said that they were harassed by Canadians fans and had beer dumped on them. Again, no evidence of that ever actually happening, but uh, the owner of the Senators uh, you know, gave the two girls complimentary tickets to the first Ottawa game, and and uh, which, again, is nice, but uh, you know, some fans are bad. Yeah, it's a it's a catch twenty two for me because I like that people are passionate. When, I, I want that when I go, mm-hmm. and it's a fine line between you know people caring and just sitting there on their phones, right? Or and not just sitting there on their phones, not caring about the game and crossing the line too, right? So it's like you like, just got to walk that walk the line of. Spitting on people and dumping drinks on them, that's crossing the line. I think you said it best. Keep it focused on what's happening. Yeah. Don't worry about the other fans because they're just there to enjoy the game as well. You could say general stuff as an in- I, I I think it's, I do it sometimes where I'll cheer to a point where I'm clearly irritating other fans, but I'm not directing it at anyone. Right. I'm just acting as a lightning rod. Have you ever been on a Jumbotron? No. Oh, okay. Well, I have, but it wasn't for like, being the opposite fan of a team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were you like dancing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was doing the chicken dance. The chicken dance. That's the worst At a dance Jays ever. Game. Oh, God. It was a good time. I'm sure it was. <laughs> so that was my story. That's, that's that pretty my, crazy. The very last Bulldogs game, I, well, call, I got called a gay slur, and my, <laughs> my friend got called, uh, I don't know, not really a slur, but just a bad name. Well, I'm glad nothing physically hurtful happened to yeah. you or the other person. I mean, I'm, I'm the type of person that can kind of let most things go. But uh, if I'm with a girl and they are assaulted or really insulted, I have issues with that sort of thing. You know, especially if it's coming from a, a grown man. You know, Sure. And... He's saying it to a blind girl. <laughs> it's a bit much. Yeah. You know, a bit much. He had it coming. He did. But again, you know, he was, I mean, he could, he was clearly trying to goad me into doing something first. And I don't need that. You know, well, I don't need a murder charge on my record. I commend your behavior, sir. Well, you know. NBA playoffs. It's here. It's your favorite thing in the world, is it not? Uh, It's... Quickly not becoming my favorite thing, uh, <laughs> but it's it's very good. Well, let's let's start with that series. Then we'll start with the Western Conference. We'll start with the number one seed versus the number eight seed, the Golden State Warriors versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Most people thought that uh, it would be pretty easy for Golden State. You said on Twitter 
that uh, the Pelicans play up. They play to the level of their opponents. Good or bad. Good or bad. And um, although they came up short in both games, there were moments where they were clearly outplaying yeah. um, Golden State, especially in the the uh, fourth the second, quarter of game yes, one. Yes, of game one, where and Anthony first- Davis was he was in another dimension. Yeah, I... <laughs> Their defense in game one in the first half was absolutely awful. Yes. Golden State had so many layups. It was bad. Oshik, I don't know what they were doing. What up by 15 in the first quarter? And I can't defend them. But I'm at a point now. Steph Curry, I don't. He's the MVP. Not in my opinion. But (laughs) for me, I cannot stand this guy. And. I let his game is amazing. This yes. is not a comment on his game. Okay, his demeanor on the court is like a cocky, spoiled brat. Like he's got like this. That's a lot a, of NBA players. No, he like it, it helps that he looks younger too, but he reminds you of like a spoiled kid that you just want to slap okay. when they're at like the slap. Yeah, the like show? he's always. <laughs> I, I'm not watching that, but <laughs> he's just got this this. Like this cocky swagger and some of his movements and the way he sticks his mouth guard out of his teeth and stuff like that. I just want the Pel- sign me up for a game. I'll knock that mouth guard right out of him on a the hardest foul I can possibly do. I, I'll get suspended. I'll ta- I'll you don't even have to pay me. I'll do it for free. I just I I cannot stand this guy. <laughs> I really can't. And I'm not. A, I watched the game with my friend. We were in Toronto, and he really doesn't watch any NBA. And he felt the exact same way. He's like, "This guy is the cockiest little prick." I hadn't watched a ton of them this year. Just obviously, like really good highlights of theirs, and his demeanor on court just oh, it sets it sets me off. Right. And he gets away with a lot on defense too. I urge people to watch him cover Eric Gordon. He's got his arms wrapped around him the entire time. He's grabbing his jersey. He's doing everything. The league is a joke. Stop this. (laughs) Anyway, I I don't expect him to win. The Warriors are a good team. I'm not trying to say the the Pelicans are uh, part of some big injustice. And when the Pelicans are number 25, the Pelicans lost by 62 to the Denver Nuggets at home. I can handle it. <laughs> this, right. is not, this is nothing. So game three is Thursday in New Orleans. At the Smoothie King Center. Yes. What what what's gonna happen? I have a feeling Golden State's gonna win. Are they gonna sweep? Mm, I think the Pelicans will win game four. It's different every year because clearly this year the, there's been an emphasis on not as many home court favor as much home court favoritism from the officiating and i think road and home records have uh reflected that right so we haven't seen a road game yet in the playoffs so how it gets called or or sorry we we haven't seen the underdog team play at home home right. yet to see how right. that how that plays out so it's it's tough to say but Draymond Green I, this is the other thing that bothers me. I understand how certain elite players, mm-hmm. the NBA doesn't want them to foul out of games. They get away with a bit more. 
who crowned J- Draymond Green as like he can do whatever he wants and no idea. can be as physical as he wants and it's perfectly fine. He this guy, he's one of the elite defenders of the NBA. He can hack anyone he wants and body anyone. It's it, it, like he's the new Bruce Bowen and I can't fucking stand it. I don't like Bruce Bowen. It's Never exactly did. the same. It drives me crazy. They they get some star above their head, elite defender, and all of a sudden they can do whatever the fuck they want all day and all night. <laughs> How does this happen? How does people allow the NBA to manufacture their own storylines? It's the whole the other one that drives me crazy is this completely manicured uh story of oh it's very you'll never win in the playoffs your first time. It's all about getting over that hump and having that experience to be in the playoffs. What does that even mean? <laughs> this is such bullshit. It, it, that doesn't exist. It's nonsense. It's a fake storyline made up by media and propagated by the NBA so that they can do whatever they want. The NBA has effectively controlled the flow of everything and People just accept it and don't say anything. It's nonsense. And oh, you can all. This is all. You saw a bit of my uh, anger slash passion during the Phoenix game. Oh no, yes, but I mean, it's. I mean, playoffs. You got to take it to another level. Sure. And I'm there. I'm there. Watching. So you stuff. you're there and you're screaming at the TV and going bananas. See, with me, like watching the Habs games. I turn the game on and I kind of go in the other room and peek at the TV from behind a pillow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's completely different. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm terrified. An active participant. I'm, I'm terrified, and you're just balls deep. Yeah, it's it's it gets scary sometimes. Yeah. But the, that San Antonio game last game of the season, one of the best days ever. Loved it. Stopped their 11-0 run. Yeah, but I did call. Uh, I have Golden State winning this series and going to the conference finals. Okay. Playing Cleveland and losing, which I called at the beginning of the season. So I'm going to stick with that. If anything, so you picked Cleveland over Golden State at the beginning I'm, of the year? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. And the only thing I can see changing, well, I guess we'll go to the series next. I could see Memphis knocking out Golden State right. and, and going to the finals. And I could see Memphis. If I was going to pick the three teams I could see winning the finals, I would go Cleveland, Golden State, and Memphis are my my three picks. All right. Anyway, so Memphis, Portland, Memphis is just well, just yeah, destroyed. they're just they're Portland is they're they they're got injured. No they're yeah. They'll Portland, Portland got uh, a shitty draw with that uh, with Memphis being the fifth seed. Yeah, because Memphis is a really good team, and they played together for a long time. Those guys. And so, yeah, I don't have a – there's not much to say for Portland. Um, so the, the Clippers and San Antonio. Clippers won the first game. The first half of that game was amazing. Second right. half, yeah. Now, the um, – do you think that, you know, the writing is on the wall for San Antonio? They finally hit that point where they're too old? Or is this just one game and it's going to be a long series? I like for the first part to be true. Maybe as an emotional hedge, I'll say, I think I think the Spurs will make it a series. Right. 
I mean, I'm. I think my prediction at the beginning of the year was Spurs over the Bulls in the finals. Mm. That's probably not going to happen. It still could happen. Well, yeah. I mean, like, it would like that would not be a shock. Well, no, no, it wouldn't be just because uh, the Bulls do have some good players. They've got a really good coach, and San Antonio's got good players, and they've got the best coach. So, and and coaching is a big deal in the playoffs. You know, like um, this is why uh, Pop rests those guys throughout the season uh, to keep them still strong. So we'll see. Well, it, you know, it all depends on how Tony Parker is. and But uh, I think the the Clippers-San Antonio series is going to be a long series. Yeah, the, the San Antonio issue it's, is mostly their health. Yeah, A lot of guys look a little banged up. So I don't know to what level that is. I mean, how... I, I, he, see, I see the series going... Seven games. I mean, Tim Duncan is probably the greatest power forward of all time. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would be really cool. I mean, as much as I, you know, I've had issues with Tim Duncan over the years against the Lakers and that. And, um, and he always asks, acts so surprised when he gets a foul. Uh, they all do. They all do. But, uh, you know, it would be cool to see him get a, a sixth ring and then retire, you know, and Manu would probably retire. I think. Uh, Parker might play again. I think you would. Um, I would love to see them all retire. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely love it. The three of them with Popovich, and then because then like if I was uh, Kawhi Leonard, I'd be you know <laughs> trying to find my first plane ticket out of there. Yeah, if Pop goes, I'd be gone. You'd be happy. Oh, I <clears throat> yes, right, because it's better for the Pelicans. Much better, and their that whole division made the playoffs. Right. It's insane. Yes. Yeah. Insane. My team gets fucked constantly. Don't forget, we were in the Eastern Conference and got moved into the hardest division in yes. basketball. Yes, you did. What a joke. Anyway. Be, you know, what probably would really suck is if uh, if uh, the Pelicans missed the playoffs next year because the, the Lakers team of Kobe, Rondo, Kevin Love, <laughs> Julius Randle, you know, Got that eight spot. It could happen. Yeah. I'm fully prepared for that. I don't want Rajon Rondo on the Lakers. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. He's and probably going to be there. I, I'm looking forward to the the day when Kobe and Rajon Rondo simultaneously are choking each other on the court in a big game. Well, I think they know each other well enough that um, I mean, the Lakers aren't going to sign him unless Kobe gives the okay. We all know that. Kobe <laughs> gave the okay to our test, though. Or no, Meta no. World Peace. Well, yeah, and uh, <laughs> they won the title. So, you know, they yeah. won two titles. But, I mean, like, uh, and I think Kobe knows the type of player that Rondo is. And if Rondo is not kind of, you know, running the court and running the offense, then it's not going to work. Who else would you say that about? What player, what point guard is best with the ball in their hands and can and running an offense? Steve Nash. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that yeah. the Laker that he gave the okay to, but still yes. didn't let him do that. Steve Nash hardly even played. So oh, okay. I mean, if they actually played a lot together, I think it would have been different. All right. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> they didn't get really a chance to play. Like, how, what did they play? Like eight games with the the big four that they had together. Yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> Ridiculous. But I this series is probably the the best series in the first round, and 
Chris Paul is the best, and I have the Clippers winning Do that you? series. Uh, Houston and Dallas. Uh, I still have Dallas winning that series. Even with well, maybe if they keep Rajon Rondo on the bench, then I think Houston is the most overrated team in the NBA. I can't believe they're a two seed, and well, again, that's the Pelicans' fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I that's true. They could have easily been fifth, yes. and whatever. I just stop James Harden. It cannot be that hard. Yeah, get the ball out of his hands, and I think Rick Carlisle will do that at some point. Dirk, I like Dirk. You like Dirk. He's okay. I, He's German. I don't dislike Dirk, that's for sure. I have Dallas winning that and the Clippers going on to face Golden State in the Eastern Conference. So Golden State over Memphis? Yep. And Houston, Clippers over Houston. Or Clippers Dallas. over Dallas. And then Golden State over... The Clippers. Clippers. Yep. How about you? Who do you think is coming out of the West? Um. Well, yeah. Golden State for sure. Memphis, yes. Spurs, I think, are going to beat the Clippers if they can pull it together. I do think Houston is going to beat Dallas. Um. But and then uh, I think uh, Golden State will beat San Antonio in the finals. Okay. I think they're going to hold it together until then. Uh, the East. I don't know, man. They've been. Uh, I've watched. Uh, a little bit of the games, but I, like I'm not too interested in the Eastern Conference teams, just because um, the competition is the in the West is so much better. <laughs> Even just looking at it now, it's so bad. Yes, like, these teams stink like I mean, poop. All handed to the Celtics for going 24 and 12 in the last 36 and, and making the playoffs and getting the seventh seed, but unfortunately they kind of shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, that's a, I can't stand a lot of guys on that team either. But, uh, you know, they're going to get creamed by Cleveland. Yep. I, probably four straight, maybe five. Not five straight, but maybe five games. <laughs> yeah. You know. um, but I, I don't see the Celtics really putting up much of a fight. Uh, do you? Nope. Uh, Milwaukee and Chicago. Uh, again, pretty impressed with the job Jason Kidd's done with Milwaukee, considering they didn't have Jabari Parker. Yeah, it it just seems like a case where Chicago's got Derrick Rose back. Yeah. It's it's a done deal. Uh yeah, I don't think there's going to be much of a competition there. Uh Toronto and Washington. Um Toronto is really not that good. I have I said it right away. I know you I've did. been saying it since they're hot since they were first place in the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference. And I picked I did Washington. I don't disagree with you. And I've said it to every Raptors fan I know, ad nauseum. The Raptors will not make it out of the first round with Dwayne Casey as head coach. Have you been hanging out in Jurassic Park at all? I drove by it on Saturday when when the game was going on, yeah. Packed with people? It was pretty busy, yeah. I I looked into going to the game. Good on them, the fans, you know, for being excited about it, you know. know. And I hope I'm proven wrong. I like the Raptors, legitimately. Right. I want them to win, but I think... I, uh, Washington is good. I don't understand why they, play, why they played so bad the second half. Like they're a good team. Yeah, and then uh, Atlanta and Brooklyn. Ugh. I guess Atlanta, but I was watching that game. <laughs> it's, it still baffles me that they they were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They had a good streak. Yeah, 
Well, that's about it. Against a terrible, terrible conference. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn is really, really bad. It's insane that they're in the playoffs. <laughs> it's, you know, why could it be Indiana? Yeah, it would have been Indiana. Atlanta would have been an awesome series. Would have been much better than this joke of a series. <laughs> you know, you know, and it sucks that I mean, even OKC with just uh, Westbrook would be would be able to beat Atlanta. I think. I don't think so. No, Westbrook is so overrated. You don't think he's a good basketball player? Oh, I think he's a good basketball player. You you don't win in the NBA, right? The way they tried to win, but I mean, no, and I you you need some help. Well, sure. I mean, having your missing your best player for fifty games of the season is sucks. Yeah, you know. But uh, it'll be real. I'm so curious to see what happens with OKC, and I do have to commend you for picking the Pelicans to make the playoffs at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, I said it would be Dallas, not OKC, but yes, you that, said that seven through eight seed was yeah. or nine seed was pretty close. Phoenix too, ten. They were they were, they were close. Yeah, and yeah. I I yeah I didn't have them. No. I was pretty close. Yeah, I think I even had Golden State number one seed. Probably. I think OKC. I think I had you, Spurs two seed too. Maybe Memphis. Oh man, I was right on the money. <laughs> I'm fucking good. <laughs> Eastern Conference wasn't quite as good, but I mean, it's hard to pick the best turds. True. So uh, who do you have for the? Uh, uh, so you've got Cleveland. You've got the Bulls. Yeah. You got Washington and Atlanta. Yeah. Same with me. I have Washington versus Cleveland. In the conference finals, Cleveland advancing. Yeah, I could see Washington beating Atlanta. I would really like to see the Bulls beat the Cavs. Though. I, I would too. I like the Bulls. I, when they're f- executing well and uh, Noah's passing, and like they're a fun team to watch. So I wish that was the conference finals, but unfortunately, it will not play out that way. So um, the last podcast we did, you were pretty excited of the possibility of Tibbs going to New Orleans. But now, it, it's probably not going to happen. Monty Williams is probably, and I, I mean, this has been said by other people. I know Zach Lowe uh, through Grandland said it too, and it's so true. Your record is exactly the same. <laughs> Just because you won a tiebreaker and got into the playoffs doesn't mean that you're that good of a coach. I, right? It's just it's it's so weird that oh, you made the playoffs by virtue of a tiebreaker. That and means, only because the second best player in the league missed fifty six yeah. games or fifty eight games or so, however many it was. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I have to give Monty some credit because they they made the playoffs when they could have folded. Those guys played, and that would be the reason I would say keep him because it seems like Anthony Davis really likes him. And unless that's he is just saying that, if that's a factor for keeping Anthony Davis, then I'm okay with that. Is he keeping that eyebrow? Oh, yeah, forever. Strange choice. It's his brand, the brow. It is a brand. I guess he has to keep it now. It's all about brand and marketing. That's that's the current landscape of the social media world. So you have Cleveland vomit. versus Golden State in the finals. Cleveland winning. Cleveland winning. LeBron winning in his first year back in uh, Cleveland. Yeah, but as I said, would not be surprised that uh, if Memphis wins. That city will 
explode. I'll, I'll go. I would think. Championship. Yeah. Maybe I can beat up Steph Curry, <laughs> or they can sign me up. I'll take him down. I'll go. I'll go Oakley on the court. No problem. Go to the championship parade. It's about yeah. a four-hour drive. Three and a half. Three and a half. Love Cleveland. It's a great town. I mean, I, we've spoken about our go Cavs. Go, are you pulling for them? Oh, for sure. I love LeBron. I love LeBron. Cavs, Pelicans in the finals. Pelican. I think it's not even close. All right. There's the only, like, the two teams I like the most are Pelicans, Raptors. And if they play each other, it's the Raptors might as well be dog excrement. Right. In my eyes. So will, okay. So will the Pelicans be better next year? <sighs> I. My heart says no. Will they I make see the next year? Can't say. Can't say. Depends what how things Certain fall things out with San Antonio, Lakers, right. their own free agency. I just can't say. Will the Lakers be better? Yes. Will they make the playoffs next year? Yes. Probably. They don't stay down too long. Yeah, I think they will. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I, 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 I don't want to look forward to 80 games of Rondo. I've never liked the guy. You know, I hated him when he was on the Celtics. Yeah, me too. I would prefer he go to the Pelicans. Oh, no. That was like when Roberto Alomar went to the Orioles. Yeah. That was tough. Oof. And he wasn't even that good. No. At that point. But I had to like him then. Yeah. Although he did spit in an umpire's face, which redeemed him in my eyes. You like that sort of thing? <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I don't know why. It really it turned a corner with me for him. Yeah. Have you been watching much baseball? No. Watched no. Uh, the one Orioles-Jays game, and that's about it. Just following scores, box scores, yeah. stuff like that. I've been watching a couple things. Like, I watch all the afternoon games um, just because the, there's – there are no other sports games on at the time. So um, I got the, uh, I didn't get extra innings this year, but I got the MLB TV, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Uh, well, it's better because you can pick which feed you want, the home or away announced team. So, and when I'm watching the Orioles and the Jays, I'm not stuck listening to fucking Buck Martinez and Pat Tabler. Mm-hmm. Um, Toronto is piss pumping the Orioles tonight, 10 to 3. No, oh, yeah, they were they were up. Yeah, Bud Norris has not had a good season so far. He was he's been pretty shaky. Once you tell me that, now I'm upset. What can you do? Yeah, uh, but it also, gives, it also gives me an opportunity to listen to Hawk Harrelson as much as possible from the <laughs> Chicago White Sox, who is probably the worst announcer in the majors right now. I mean, um, going to the wall, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for every home run or when the Sox strike out a guy he gone he gone he gone I love this he guy. always says uh, <laughs> uh, he always refers to the Sox as us and them we and they and stuff yeah, he's a the biggest homer ever have you not ever listened to him no. do play by play no it's uh, it's pretty crazy yeah uh, uh, when I found myself saying oh you win some you lose some I you know who I sound like when I say that the Blue Jays manager. Oh yeah, Gibbons. The, Gibbons. the worst. Yeah, he's terrible. Maybe he's right. They wish they could have Buck. Oh, 
What a godsend. Uh, Love that man. He's he's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else to say on the uh, the playoffs, NBA playoffs? No, sir. Um, hopefully the rest of the first round is a little more exciting, you know, and then we get, uh, I'd love to see some real upsets. I think we'll see a lot the way the first, like the game threes and fours, how they're called, I think will give us a, a taste as to how the playoffs are. Are you going to watch game three alone? Yeah, probably. Do you prefer to do that? Yeah. I like to be alone when I watch my television. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people get a little frightened. Like when we watched that game against Phoenix, I was, you know, it was, it was, you were really angry at some points, especially at the referees. Uh, yeah, that will happen. That, uh, that's tame. I was, I that was tame. That was tame. Oh my God. And you're like that at live events too? Not, no, no, not like that. <laughs> I internalize it live. Sure. Balls around the world? Let's do it. All right. How much do you love Japanese baseball? I love Mr. Baseball. <laughs> what was the team that he played for? I don't know. You don't remember? Tokyo Giants. Isn't that a real team? It is, but I think it was the Dragons. Yeah, you're right. I haven't seen Mr. Baseball. What kind of business? Funny business? Get in pants business? So I'm going to give you the story here. Um, And at the end of the story, you're going to give me the ages of the two people involved. Okay. All right. Uh, In Kyoto, Japan. Uh, Kyoto Prefectural Police on Tuesday arrested a former... Nippon professional baseball player for attempting to steal the underwear of a female neighbor. <laughs> At 8.10 a.m. on January 29th, Yukihito Nakainishi, a former pitcher for the, the Nippon Ham Fighters, great team name, Ham Fighters. That's good. That is pretty good, actually. Uh, allegedly used a fishing pole in a bid to snag the undergarments of the woman <laughs> who had left them hanging out to dry on her second floor balcony. He's just joking around. This sounds like a real prankster, this guy. Uh, he's been charged with attempted robbery, reportedly denied the accusations, and he said using the rod was accidental. So I'm not sure what his intention was. Hmm. Uh, so... I would like you to guess the age of the retired baseball player. Well, using my powers of deduction, Jap- Japan sell, I believe sells used women pa- women's panties in vending machines. They do. Or so I've heard. So I would think it is an older man who is not aware of this. Like he's too far behind in the times. He's not current with what they sell in vending machines. <laughs> okay. He's got a lot of money. He's what they okay. All right. So I'm going to say he is, hmm, let me go with a young 61. And I'm going to say, so am I, now the, did you say whether or not the, the female below it's her apartment or? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to say the, the tender age of 18 then. Okay. Yukihito Nakanishi, the former pitcher, is 37 years old. <laughs> the the stolen <laughs> undergarments belonged to, belonging to the woman, aged 56. Oh, nice. 
Like, this guy's just having a good time. I mean, he's just fishing off his balcony, and he probably caught him by accident. And You know, it's very, very possible. Um, you love Champions League soccer, right? I guess. I know you do. Uh, well, the CAF Champions uh, League had a game uh, featuring a, a I'm going to try to pronounce this, their team from Ghana. So they're Ghanaian? Ghanaian? Ghanans? Ghana, I-A-N. Ghanaian? I don't know. We'll say that. Uh, their team, Kotoko, they lost their game uh, because the manager says the players watch too much porn. <laughs> <laughs> These are good ones. Uh, all right. So it was it was the football administrator, actually, not the manager. Uh, he uh, revealed the truth in an interview, and he said that... Uh, <laughs> The team lost to uh, Algeria's uh, MCL Yulma team. And so in an interview, the administrator said, these players do not sleep. I tell you all the time, they don't sleep. The fact that they are in bed does not mean they sleep. They spend their nights (laughs) making calls, browsing the web, and watching porno. (laughs) That is the reason this team from Ghana lost their game. Players watch too much porno. Interesting defense. I think uh, a lot of people do what those Guyanese players do. Sure. Serve some porno late at night. I think they probably, uh, you know, the teams that they're playing against, uh, like the opposing players or opposing administrators, probably go to the hotel rooms and uh, uh, slip some websites under the door. Yeah. You never know what you're going to hear inside those rooms. That was a revolting sound effect, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Stole it from Jay. Oh, fair enough. All right, uh, I got a story about uh, steeplechase. You love the steeplechase. Steeplechase is a running race. Yes. Where you steeple towards a finish line. Well, there is a finish line, but the steeplechase is like the... The hurdles, but there's like water pits and things like that. Oh, yeah. It's the best of all races. Right. How did I forget? Yeah. How do you forget that? So uh, there's a big competition. Uh, a University of Oregon uh, runner by the name of Tangi Pepiot. Um, he was uh, leading the race. And in the final 100 meters of the uh, steeplechase event, he started playing to the crowd and celebrating. And guess what happened? Someone pantsed him. No. Uh, some old Japanese lady threw her panties. No, <laughs> hit him right in the face with them too. Uh, what else? You got a huge boner. <laughs> no, he's in the final 100 meters of the race, and uh, he starts playing to the crowd, waving, celebrating. Oh, I know a bird shit on him. No, oh, really? It's not a bird shit. It on is him? not a bird shit on him. Uh, I'm thinking you're just making this more difficult for. Entertainment purposes. These are all legitimate guesses. They're not. Based on the first two stories. Uh, He shit himself. No, what usually (laughs) happens when someone celebrates in a race too early? Oh, sorry. I I misunderstood. The race hadn't ended yet. No. He tripped and fell and lost. No. But he was passed by the second place person who turned it on at the end (laughs) while the guy was celebrating, waving to the crowd. And that he ended up losing the race. I thought he, the race was over and he was grandstanding oh, no, for all the fans no, and no. something funny happened. 
I was wondering why your guesses were so completely <laughs> random. Though all of those things, though, would be very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. But uh, but no, he lost the race after uh, a premature celebration. Speaking of pornos. Um, okay. Uh, next uh, story I got here. This is... Uh, I laughed a lot reading this story. So you're saying this is... Are you going on record? This is better than the previous three. Um, for me, I laugh mostly okay. at I this. Because I thought those three in the history of Balls Around the World were three of the strongest. Okay. Well, that's and good. Extre- extremely funny. Um, okay. So there's a former uh, uh, <coughs> Ole Miss basketball player by the name of Marshall Henderson. A few years ago, back in 2013, um uh, he made some comments uh, towards another basketball player that had uh, some drug issues and uh, failing some drug tests. So um, he actually was suspended uh, for a failed drug test himself. And uh, Aaron Andrews, reporter, sent out a oh, tweet. I, I think I heard about right, this. Uh, saying, you know, hey, now who's, who are you mocking or is he mocking somebody now because he was sent down for the thing. And so when he read her tweet, again, this is in 2013, he said, I'm going to save this and you'll be the first person I'm going to mock. Two years pass and Marshall Henderson finished playing at Ole Miss, plays basketball in Italy and Qatar and in Iraq. Isn't Ole Miss? Is it Ole Miss? Ole Mississippi. Oh, I guess it would be, wouldn't it? (laughs) I don't don't mean to. Whatever. Ole Miss. My apologies to anybody that attended (laughs) Ole Miss. Um. But yes, that does make much more sense. Uh, anyway, so uh, he goes and plays basketball overseas. Aaron Anderson, Aaron Andrews uh, probably forgets about the whole thing. Um, Marshall Henderson does not forget the story. <laughs> Cut to a few days ago, Aaron Andrews' boyfriend, Kings forward Jared Stoll, is arrested for drug possession. Marshall tweets back at her, LOL, what's up with your boyfriend? <laughs> I love it. That's the best. He waited two years until he finally got his revenge. Yep. It is pretty fantastic. <laughs> LOL, what's up with your boyfriend? <laughs> Question mark. And she has not replied. But damn, that's pretty, pretty funny stuff. I, You love that... Uh, Cause she's a big name, right? Like it's she's what a big name. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. She's got tons of followers. Oh yeah. <laughs> that story did I? I saw that story. And oh okay. It, it made the rounds, and I, I didn't put connect all the dots as nicely as that. Uh, right. That story. But. Ole Miss. <laughs> <laughs> Ole. <laughs> but it, it is. I love this guy. Oh yeah. Where was he playing? He was he was well he was playing basketball but uh, since then he's played like overseas yeah Italy, so Iraq. he's been in obscurity oh yeah for like two years <laughs> so good <laughs> funny stuff and finally did you know that Las Vegas has a new arena football league team I did not until today they're the Las Vegas Outlaws and they are owned by the lead singer of one of our favorite bands. The crew. Motley Crew. Yes, Vince Neal owns an Arena Football League team. Following in the footsteps, yet again, of Kiss. Right. Who owned? Owned? Is that team still around? The, the LA, LA Kiss? Kiss? I believe so. All right. With beautiful, beautiful 
uh, chrome helmets. Nice. Love them. So the uh, Las Vegas Outlaws uh, had their debut game at home. And, you know, they decided that uh, they're going to, you know, have some nice festivities. You know, they uh, brought in uh, Carrot Top to handle the coin toss. <laughs> what an event. Las Vegas staple Carrot Top. Yeah. And then uh, then before the game, they decided to bring out the owner, Vince Neal, out onto the field, escorted by outlaw cheerleaders to perform the national anthem. Um, so we're going to play... The national anthem performance by Vince Neal uh, right now. A uh, couple things I want you to pay attention. At the beginning of the video, you can hear him talking without a microphone. That's how quiet it is in the stadium. <laughs> That's my favorite part. And then they give him a microphone and he sings the American national anthem like no one has ever performed. It's, it's a subtly bad version. It's right? a we've, subtly we've heard the bad Carl version. Lewis, but he's. Got the slurs and yeah, I mean he's supposed to be clean, but there is something going on with Vince Neal in this video. So here it is right now. It's got a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doing the national anthem acapella is tough, but when you potentially, allegedly could be on something, and uh, maybe you're not the best singer in the first place, and uh, maybe you weren't prepared to sing the national anthem. Just do glitter. Yeah. <laughs> glitter. It, it's like <laughs> he... I, 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 for, I, when I first heard it, I thought maybe they were... they. Lost the first guy. Maybe it was supposed to be, um, I don't know, Joe Piscopo doing the national anthem. And they just needed somebody who was there who could sing. Mick Mars. <laughs> he'd just tip over. But, uh, yeah, that was an outstanding performance of the United States national anthem, which I do enjoy. Like a Tommy Lee version. 
Yeah. Oh, say, yeah, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The guy cannot go three words without saying, yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. You want to get into some sack time? Do it. All right. You can always uh, send us your questions and comments. Email us, balldrinkpodcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a tweet at balljunkpodcast or at Dirty Frank, three hours in dirty, or at The Gas Man Lives. All those Twitter addresses. So we got a couple of tweet questions. The first one is for is from Ad Gedra. Ad Gedra. What's the best video of someone getting hit in the sack you've ever seen? Hmm. See, I don't even. Uh, for some reason, I don't have a memory of those no? I, I but i do have a memory mostly of bird related injuries bird yeah like the randy johnson the hitting a bird with a pitch well yeah that was fantastic yeah and uh just the fabio getting hit in the nose with a bird even though it's not a video i, I don't have a memorable nut nutting story really yeah I I love all the uh, the the Ric Flair nut shots uh, in uh, the old WCW. <laughs> like when he'd embellish and go do the no 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 like he'd always do like the like basically like flex his arm and then do the and so you catch the groin with your bicep and oh yeah that was yeah. always right the at, best move good, from behind yeah. right yeah, you know? yeah and then uh, you know there's the you put your hands on your crotch and fold your <laughs> knees together and mouth agape and <laughs> fall forward those are the best nut shots. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of a sports one. I honestly can't remember one. Uh, off the top of my head. No, not off the top of my head. I can't think of one. Uh, but, I mean, there's lots of nutshot videos out there. Like, uh, usually they involve people on BMX bikes. Yeah, not my not my forte. Okay. Um, second question is from uh, Mr. Bolex. Uh, what did you think of March Madness? Kentucky coming up short and the anticlimactic end to the championship game. Uh, the the last game was amazing. Right. I thought Duke clearly had the favor of the officials in that game. Right. Especially in the first half. Uh, but yeah, the, the final was... Well, that game was one of the best games I've seen in a while. Sports across the board. Back and forth. Loved it. Really? Oh, yeah. I watched, I'm surprised. I'm surprised I, you watched it. I watched that every minute of that game. It was really good. I think yeah. Duke would have won either way. I mean, yeah, there may have been some questionable calls and stuff, but. I get a lot of tweets. Oh, what about the. Oh, wasn't it. Oh, actually, at the end of the game, Duke got the shaft a bit, too, I think. Yes, they did. With that. Yes. 24 second by, yes. <laughs> or 35 second violation. So, I mean, they, it kind of came back. In the at the end of the game, but w- and there were a couple of uh, uh, bad ref calls with uh, the ball going off. Oh yeah, yeah, the player going out of bounds and then giving it to the wrong team. There was quite a few of those, and they even have the replay. Yeah, so it's so weird that they can't review that twenty-four second thing too. No, or thirty. I keep yeah. fucking saying twenty. But what did you think about Kentucky? You know, not completing their perfect I, season. I expected that. Yeah, and they they uh, in that game that they lost to Wisconsin, um, they were they weren't even ever in it too. Yeah, and so do you think the 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 kid from uh, Duke is going to be the number one overall pick? Uh, 
No. Is it, it's, not, it's not pronounced Okafor, but it's spelled the same. Okafor, I think. It yeah. Uh, it's like him or Towns, and then now Justice Winslow's getting yeah. a lot of play, too. I yeah. guess it all depends on who wins. The- yeah, I, I w- I'll probably say yes, then. I'll okay. change my mind. But I get a, everyone messages me about the Badgers, Frankie K, Frank the Tank. This is a big white guy named Frank. Right. It's me. The Brock Badgers? <laughs> no, the Wisconsin oh, okay. Badgers. <laughs> so I, I always get texts about Frank the Tank when right. the Kaminsk is on fire. I, I'm not crazy about the guy. Fair enough. Um, speaking of the uh, the NBA draft, uh, the lottery. So the, the Sixers have the best shot at winning. Timberwolves, I think. Timberwolves do. And then the Sixers... And then the Knicks, or did the Knicks, Knicks finish? then Sixers. And then Lakers, I think. I think Lakers Could are in be. the fourth spot. Who will win the NBA draft lottery? Who will win? Uh, I predicted this accurately with Edmonton, so there's a lot at stake. I'm going to say the New York Knickerbockers. Will win the draft lottery. Mm-hmm. It would be great if the Lakers won, though. I hope Minnesota wins, actually. Yeah. I mean, the, the combo of Wiggins and whoever the kid they decide to... Actually, have. no, I don't. That just means it's harder for... Yeah. No, I don't want that. Don't want I that. want the Knicks to win. Yeah. The Knicks or the Sixers you want. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let them both win. Yeah. Give first and second. You know, and it's funny. It, it, like, like, the Sixers were clearly trying to lose. And I think the Knicks were clearly trying to lose. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't think the the Laker players were trying to lose. No, because um, they did spend money, and Wiggins played his ass off to win games. So, um, I, I would I would prefer not to reward a team that was trying to tank. Yeah, you hope there's a little karma there, but yeah. uh, we'll see. Yes. Uh, well, we got a, a basketball question here uh, from Lauren Adam. Gasman and Frankie Knuckles, what's your prediction of Game 3? Uh, uh, the Pelicans versus Golden State Warriors and the series in general. So Been over it. Yeah. Going to say Pelicans lose Game 3, win Game 4. Game 5 is back in Golden State? Yeah, I kind of think they're going to win one in Golden State. Oh, I think it's going to go 6. Yeah. You know what? I'm already. You know what? I might have just talked myself into a Pelicans winning the series. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, he goes on. I'm a diehard Spurs friend. Spurs Spurs friend. I'm a diehard Spurs friend. Should be Spurs fan, right? Fiend. Could be. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> and the Spurs might be in the same boat if they suffer a loss to the Clippers on Wednesday. Frank, hopefully our teams meet past the first round. Good luck to us both and to you as well, Greg, in the NBA lottery. Love the podcast. Thank you. And uh, last one, this question is from Oliver. (laughs) Uh, Hello, Greg and Frank. Who from the world of sporting team mascots would you marry, fuck, or kill? (laughs) I can totally imagine Frank balls deep in the Phoenix Suns gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wish I could have prepared for this question. Much love, Oliver from England. Hmm, that's a good one. 
do you have your answers while I try to think of some? Um, well, I would definitely marry UP. Mm, okay, that's I good. love that guy. He's the best. He's just big and orange, you know. Who would I kill? I don't know. I I really dislike the Raptors mascot. Mm-hmm. I really. I mean, Carlton the Bear is really ever around, so he's not even all that important. Um, oh, I definitely would have uh, killed uh, BJ Birdie. I don't even know who the new guy is. Ace. I hate that dink. Get him out of there. Okay. Kill that guy. <laughs> I don't know which mascot I would fuck. Come on. You got to fuck one of them. Uh, how about the mascot from the New York Liberty? The Statue of Liberty? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Trying to sort of settle out an answer here. I'll cut some of this out. I'm really looking. (laughs) Totally imagine Frank Ball's team in the Phoenix. What a great question. Let me, one sec here. Sure. What are you? What are you like scrolling through? I'm mascots? looking up mascot porn. Oh, oh my god! Why are you doing that? Um, <laughs> One second. How much time do you need? Um, a lot. A lot. Okay. No. All right. So I'm I'm gonna just jump forward and uh, talk about my WWE Network picks. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, All right. Because <clears throat> I have the WWE Network and it's outstanding. And for those of you that are wrestling fans or used to be wrestling fans uh, and haven't watched in a while. Get the network. It's totally worth it. I'm going to give you some things to uh, check out. First one, WCW Starcade 1992. Sting versus Big Van Vader. An incredible match. It was really, really good. I had forgotten that uh, Vader could work. He was really good. Uh, Jim Ross and Jesse the Body Ventura on play-by-play. Outstanding. Um, Such a fun match. And uh, uh, also, uh, you can uh, WWD uh, on the network. They have this thing called Old School, and you can watch a, a lot of older stuff. They have these shows put together. Um, one I just watched and I thought was fantastic: Maple Leaf Wrestling from the old Maple Leaf Gardens, which had that amazing ramp that connected the backstage area and the ring. And so you just walked up, and the the ramp was level with the the like the top of the ring so oh. you, you walk straight into the ropes and get into the ring british bulldogs versus moondog spot and barrio from uh, april of 1986 that was awesome british bulldogs my favorite tag team of all time and moondog spot a legend and barrio the uncle of randy orton and the brother of cowboy bob orton for those of you who didn't know and for some new stuff, some recent stuff that you should check out, uh, my favorite show right now is NXT. Has uh, all these young guys who are just kind of developing their characters and some really good wrestlers on the show. But over the last six weeks or so, uh, there have been uh, a set of three matches between Tyler Breeze and Hideo Watami, who used to be known as Kenta. All of them were awesome. The final one being uh, at WrestleMania weekend in uh, in. Um, San Francisco, San Diego, wherever it was. Um, just an awesome match. 
really fun to watch. So go check out those things, and uh, you can always uh, let me know what you think. Send me your picks. If you got some stuff you watched and you want me to check out, um, tweet me at the gas man lives. Of course, you can also uh, send it to at ball junk podcast and or tweet Frank. Tell him to get the network and check it out. Three hours and dirty, dirty Frank. <laughs> Maybe you got your mascots now. I do. All right. I'm going to kill Pat Patriot. Okay. I, this is the worst mascot in sports. It's just a guy with like a, a robust chin. He's the worst. Okay. Got, got to kill this guy. And he's got it for the Patriots. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> I'm going to shucky ducky quack quack. Like, what are you saying? I'm going to fuck the Oriole bird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? Ollie yeah, Orville. I, I wasn't sure. It, I looked it up and it just said the Oriole bird. Oh, okay. I kind of thought it was like Ollie and like, I would have, if the Pelicans wouldn't remember the original. Yes. Pelican, Pierre, the yes. Pelican, I would have fucked him, but okay. they changed him. So right. he's less attractive to me these days. And I would marry the Charlotte Hornet. <laughs> Get to spend my days around that beautiful teal and purple. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> that one was easy. Definitely marrying the Charlotte Hornet. Great questions. Uh, fantastic. And uh, please email us. Sack time questions. That was a, oh, an amazing question. Yes, absolutely. I messaged him back and said, this could be the best question I've ever seen. <laughs> Balldrinkpodcast at gmail.com. Wonderful stuff. Frank, we're nearing the end of the show. Do you know what that means? I'm about to get gas pedaled. You are going to get gas pedaled. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Give it to me. I'll pretend you're the Charlotte Hornet or Orny the Oriole. <laughs> Here we go. The San Jose Sharks fired coach Todd McCullen after seven long seasons. Was that a good idea? Yeah, probably. All right. As we mentioned before, Los Angeles Kings forward Jared Stoll was arrested with over three grams of Coke and eight grams of ecstasy. Does this guy know how to party? He sounds like every hockey player ever. Should Fox Sports reporter and Dancing with the Stars host Aaron Andrews dump that schmuck and have dinner with me? No. Ah. <laughs> Rumors in Ottawa say that the ghost of Habs legend Jean Beliveau is helping the Canadians in the playoffs. Any truth to that rumor? I don't believe in ghosts. Raptors guard Lou Williams won NBA's six-man award. Deserving. Mm. Deserving? <laughs> I thought it was going to his uh, dual girlfriend. Have you heard about that? Sorry. No. He's got like two girlfriends oh. that like know each other and Crazy. go to events with them. Uh, no, he doesn't deserve it. All right. He's a chucker. Steve Kerr did not win NBA coach of the year today. The Atlanta coach won. Did the NBA make the right call? I'm going to have to say yes. Atlanta coach of the year. Tim Tebow signed a contract with the Philadelphia Eagles. What? I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I love Tebow. Who he doesn't? Tebow will be a starting quarterback in the playoffs next year. And finally, Lalisa DeCisa and Caroline Rotich were the male and female winners of the Boston Marathon. What kind of marathon could you win? <laughs> Not many. Uh, chicken wing. Even that, I think I'd lose. I know some people that are better than me. Uh, what kind of marathon could I win? 
This is not in the spirit of the gas pedal. Mascot fucking. <laughs> How about repeated watchings of your favorite movie? Oh, nothing but trouble. A major league marathon. A major league marathon would probably do it. That is the gas pedal. That is episode 15 of the ball junk podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to download and subscribe to the show on iTunes. It really helps us a lot. Tweet us, email us. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll talk to you next time. Boss!